thank you for listening to the Real Estate Real Podcast. Here is your host, Adam Ashbar. Welcome to this episode of Real Estate Real. This is your host, Adam Ashba, and co-host... Nikita Wilson. There you go. And we have a very special guest today. This has been a longtime friend of mine. Uh, has some interesting uh, conversations about the flooring business. Uh, believe me, it will be it will be interesting. We'll get into to Eric's story. But uh, Eric Warren of America's Floor Source, located here in Columbus, Ohio... Hello, Eric, and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah, sure. thank you. Eric is the vice president of the residential division of their uh, of America Floor Source. So we're really happy that you're here, and uh, we've known each other for a long time, almost a decade now. It has been. And I can tell you he is the best in the business. So um, Eric's going to get a little bit about his story as well as I want to have him give some tips, too, for the viewers of choosing the right flooring and and because I know you've given me a lot of good tips and things that I've shared with our clients at the real estate company, at the brokerage as well. So, but uh, first things first, Eric, let's get started. Tell me a little bit about America's Floor Source and what you guys do. What's your bread and butter? Well, America's Floor Source, uh, we are uh, one of the largest flooring companies in America. We're, we're 12th or 13th. We have really? okay. a location in Indianapolis, a location in Louisville and a location in Cincinnati, as well as three locations here in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. So we have a, a builder division. We were, this is our 20th year. So we're really excited okay. to, to have. Uh, Where are you uh, guys out of originally? Been out of Columbus, Ohio. We, we started oh, okay. in the back of a church in Reynoldsburg. <laughs> and uh, Gosh, we, yeah. we've grown significantly over yeah. the years. Because um, you only had the one location when we first met, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've added. Um, we had two at that time. We had the the West mm. location um, okay. on Treby Road, which is where uh, I spent a lot of my time, a uh, number mm-hmm. of years there. Okay. And, um, so we do. We have a, a builder division that is is pretty large. That's that's probably our our largest division, and my that's my my challenge is to try to surpass it over the over the next. Uh, I kind of joke around and say I'm retiring in 21 years. I want to run this division until then, and I want to take it to 100 million. That's that's kind of my personal goal. And for the residential for side, the residential okay. side, and um, awesome. And I would like to pass the builder division. So we also have a property management division for apartments, uh, which is actually oddly enough, how yeah, I that's met right. Um, one of the properties I was I was flipping. Uh, the superintendent knew you, and so. Um, that's how that's how we originally met, and then we have a, a wholesale division for contractors and installers. Okay, so and you guys have done the flooring for the uh, the Central Ohio Parade of Homes for Parade at least homes three or four a, years, all right? Longer than that. Longer. Okay. It's a okay. Huge, huge. Yeah. Um, part of what yeah. we do, we we have uh, and it's the, the gorgeous great, homes. They are, and the great thing about. Our parade of homes presence. We're not buying those projects. Those are the builders that use us day in and day out. So it's a partnership and something that we're extremely proud of. Yeah, yeah, and it's we, great for advertising and it is. Yeah, and to see ever the you know the cutting edge of 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 what yeah. what's, what's in style right now. So yeah, we always have our finger on the pulse. So. Uh, it is. It's uh, the Parade of Homes is is, is terrific, and, yeah. and we're we're. Did you have fortunate. fun at the Parade of Homes, Nikita? Yeah, it was beautiful. It was. Yeah. That was my first time going uh, last year. Okay, I plan yeah. to go every year now. It was 
Well, it is it's great for ideas. And, yeah, yeah just, just, as long as the weather's good, because it gets muddy. Because yeah. it is a construct uh, construction site. So. But <laughs> there's right about there's that. beer and food, so that always makes it better for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, well, tell me a little bit about. Let's like rewind. How did you get into the flooring business, the sales business? Like, what was your first sure. sales job, Eric? So I had I. I when I was in college, I, I, I got into the restaurant business to try to get myself through. And, and that's where I, it's kind of where I realized that I, I was, it seemed to have a knack for working with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I always liked people, but as far as seeing how people would relate to me and, and um, I kind of converted that into uh, bartending. Oh, and, you're okay. That, that was um, speaking of beer. That there was you. where, yeah. So, um, that combination really taught me a lot about customer service and and just and psychologist a little bit. Right. And so when uh, that's where I met my wife, and okay. uh, so we got married, and she got into grad school at Arizona State. So we packed up. We 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 were no longer going to be Buckeyes for, uh-huh. for for at least for grad school and. Uh, headed out to Phoenix, Arizona. We moved into Tempe, and um, it's really pretty there. It yeah. was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, and um, <clears throat> I didn't think too much about trying to get a job. I play a little golf, and so I was so excited to move that I forgot to look for a job. And and when we got out there, I didn't uh, I didn't have much on my plate. I had uh, a little bit of a rude awakening of oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And uh, fortunately, I had a couple friends out there, and um, the, the the first friend got me started quickly. I, I was a courier. I, I okay. that's how I got to know the valley, and it was <laughs> it was the most intense job I've ever had. There is nothing. And are you driving? You're driving, in a driving a car. A car. I okay. All right. Car, okay. Twice a day, I had to fight the traffic <laughs> of Phoenix and crossing the valley, and and and, and you're was, delivering. Anything, anything, whatever anything they want to pay, calls, okay. they, and so yeah. it was packages, uh, envelopes. Yeah, it, so it was, it was, I, I guess, my first actual job outside of the restaurant business, and um, and it was, it was really intense. The but I got to know the valley so well, and that part of it, I to this day, I still appreciate because I loved being out there. I loved the sun, and and I loved the just the look of of the landscape out there. Um, but I knew that's not what I wanted to do forever. My friend knew that he had a friend that owned the courier business and they just, you know, basically helping me out to, um, get some money going. So my wife could go to school and not be so stressed out about, <laughs> um, so I had another friend out there that was working for tough tough text is a carpet mill. And okay. they, at the time they were, they were just being purchased by Shaw and he had, um, known a builder that, that had actually had a flooring company, he had his own, he had a, a, a in-home flooring company for 20 years or something. And it was, it was a garage like you've never seen. It was, it was, there was a lot. So of it's literally things. a garage. It like, was, a, it was, it was, okay. and it was in, um, in Scottsdale. So okay. it was a really nice part of Scottsdale, a beautiful house. And he, and at, at the time it was 2005, the, House the, it was a huge boom. Yeah. And so everybody and their brother was becoming a builder. Right. And right. so he did the same thing. He started building, but he had this 
business where he was selling carpet and he had a clientele and he, he sold to a lot of the builders in town and, and hmm. the custom builders. And so he was looking for somebody to be a salesman. And I had never really had sales experience, but I had a bunch of my fraternity brothers went into sales and, and I, I had a feeling that sales was where I was going to end up. I, looking back, I should have known it a lot sooner and <laughs> probably wouldn't have taken such a circuitous route. But um, he, he introduced me to this builder and, and um, started right away. We, we, um, he had the, the carpet mill reps come in and teach me carpet. He personally taught me how to do a carpet takeoff, how to measure for, for carpet. It's actually a okay. bit of a, it's, it's not intuitive. It's, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'll ask to lay the same direction. It comes 12 feet wide. So it's a little tricky. Mm -hmm. And um, I picked up on it pretty quick. And I don't know. So your job was, was the, you were the, did you sell it? Or you were the guy that he sold the job and no, you would he, go. He okay. wanted nothing to do with it. He just okay. wanted, so, so, and I had never really sold before. And so the carpet reps taught me about the carpet. So I learned, you know, the nuts and bolts of it. Yeah. And, um, he didn't really even take me on any sales calls oh. or anything. It was just, <laughs> it, you were self-taught. Okay. So, All right. I had, is, now he had a, he had a strong clientele. He had a, he had a clientele that he'd worked with for years. And they and trusted him. They trusted okay. him. And so okay. they, you know, I didn't really tell anybody I was new. Uh, one thing I've learned yeah. in the carpet business and the flooring business, you tell anybody you're new, you're not selling that job. <laughs> oh, that goes for anything. So, right. Yeah. I would, I don't like throwing agents <laughs> no, under the bus. No. Yeah. So, um, it makes them insecure. Yeah. So it, I took to it. I, I guess like a fish to water. It was, it was wonderful. I, I had, um, he had a nice clientele and, and he had a, he had a pretty good system. He taught me some pretty good work habits. Um, every day I started two hours of cold calling and cold calling was different. You wasn't on the phone. It was driving the subdivisions and trying to find a custom builder that had a house almost ready for carpet running in, trying to meet him, get it measured, grab some carpet and show him and give him a price and say, okay. this is the, you know, you're ready for carpet. You need me. So you're I, literally knocking on doors. Literally. 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 Yeah. Not and, and not even really yeah. doors because they They're, were brand new builds and, okay. and they were <laughs> on shelves, some of yeah. the most gorgeous subdivisions yeah. you can imagine there. There I had, um, our, our area was Scottsdale and he was kind of the North Scottsdale area. And there's another city called Fountain Hills and there's a little corridor between them. And it's, it's just a little slice of heaven is what it is. It was beautiful. I could never wipe the smile off my face. And so I would, I would every morning, I would roll into those subdivisions and I would go, go cruising through it and, and started meeting people, started meeting custom builders. And, and I think people, you know, they, they knew I cared. They knew that, mm -hmm. that I, I knew what I was talking about and, and I was quick getting them their quotes and letting them know what it was going to be. And, um, a lot of them gave me a chance. And so I built the business up that way. Can I pause you for a mm -hmm. second? How many other carpet reps, is, is that what you'd call yourself at that mm -hmm. time? A rep? How many other carpet reps were doing that? Like literally, knocking on the door and say, Hey, let me help you. I'm I never here. really ran into anybody. Did they ever say like, God, I've never had anyone no, this personal. I no. Okay. I, I don't, um, there were, we were such a small, we were so small compared to some of the bigger places and the bigger places they would, you know, the builders would send them their plans and they would do okay. it through a computer and, and they had 
Um, so you're the just, way we were doing so it's it was grind. You're grinding it out. For sure, for yeah. sure. Okay. And, Personalized, too. And so I would do that. That, that was my, my first two hours of the day. And then I would go into the office and we would get leads. People would call in. I would... Oddly enough, even back then, I realized the, the the importance of working with realtors. So I started meeting some realtors and he had realtors that he'd worked with in the past. And um, it was it was wonderful. Pete. It was it was a lot of fun. It was it, and I have I've always enjoyed realtors mm-hmm. and what they're trying to do. And, yeah. and it's repeat business. And, and, you know, our job is to make them look good. And so mm-hmm. um, I did that for almost a year. And I love doing it. And, and oddly enough, um, we just, I just couldn't make enough money. We had, um, we'd gotten pregnant and I guess I didn't get pregnant, but uh, <laughs> as a family unit, right. we did. And, and so I was, I was stressing out a little bit and, um, were you commission only? I was. I okay. Was. And, so you had that, so, that drive, like I oh, got, I had the drive so and, a shitload of carpet. Right. <laughs> and, and so, and I didn't have any problems selling it. And I think, um, I think the first nine or 10 months I sold about 750,000 in carpet and, and I just, I didn't feel good about the commission. And, and years okay. later I realized that the, the owner was working on markup rather than margin. And, and there's a significant difference and markup is not nearly as, as profitable. And so there wasn't enough on the bone. Basically I was selling it too cheap. And so okay. Okay. I wasn't able to, to, to make enough. And so I happened to, to have met, um, somebody, a, pay, a company called Atrium Windows and Doors. And, and it was kind of funny because I used uh, driving around all these subdivisions all the time. I would come across these big subdivisions and say, well, you know, why can't I sell DR Horton carpet? And there's no reason why not. There was yeah. every reason why not. They oh, have contracts. Way. They have, they, they, oh, the okay. subdivisions, they, they were not. Well, maybe not what the, the situation you were currently That situation in. Yeah, is yeah. not. Right. So, so I, I, I had, I really liked, um, working with the builders. My father was a builder. And so I'd always had oh, a okay. connection with construction. And so the opportunity with Atrium came up and, and even though I love flooring, I wanted to sell to the bigger builders. And so they had the accounts with those builders and that's what they did. They had the size, they were a manufacturer. And so I took that opportunity and, and it was, it was, it was great. It, I, I didn't necessarily love windows. The, the, um, their flooring is beautiful. Flooring is an impact type of, of oh, product. Yeah. Flooring and windows. Paint. They just yeah. want to know, does it open up and get yeah. see out of it? And when it rains, does it, does it flood my house? Does and it double so, hung? Is it folding in the easy clean? Right. right. So, yeah. um, but <clears throat> the experience was fantastic. I had, um, some of the largest builders in America were, were my accounts. And, and I did that for, I want to say three or four years. And my wife finished grad school. And then the, uh, unfortunately, the first month I was at Atrium was the best month. It was the 12th month of 2005. And I, we pulled the number of permits. They pulled 65,000 permits in Phoenix that year. Every month for the next five years, it was less. Mm-hmm. And so 
I hit it here. And yeah. I, I think if I would have waited two or three more weeks to get the job, I might not have even gotten a job. It was, it, it was just okay. turning. And so thankfully though, I got in and got to meet some great builders and, and the purchasing agents and the, and the, the superintendents and, and really filled in the construction knowledge that I had, you know, probably could have learned from my dad, but I, I, I learned it there instead. And so you're focusing on business consumer, right? Right. And how much, what's your target this year for a hundred million? Well, that's, or is that for the company? That's for the company. That's, well, okay. that's my goal for the division for when I retire. Okay. That's it. How did, so, so America's floor source is not a small business anymore. No, right. no, no, we're, we're not. We, yeah. um, we just hit a hundred million this last year. That's great. So how did, so how do you feed that monster for like other people who, and have a business like how do you feed um right. like how do you get your leads and your consumers especially business to consumer like on the residential side mm-hmm. it's not like a you have a contract with a contractor who's building thousands of homes every year so that's residual right. someone that has carpet only they might not replace their carpet every 10 years i don't know what that what's the average life for a carpet it depends for decent on this, carpet the yard but you're you're right about 10 years is 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 that number so how do they grow how do they get it, that much hard. market share cuz there's a lot of carpet companies there are. in there's Columbus a, there's a lot of competition and so we have to differentiate ourselves okay and, and what do you guys do the the number one thing that we do is we don't consider ourselves a flooring company okay we're a service company we happen to sell flooring got it and, okay and that mindset is is very different than anything that I've been a part of. And it helps us focus on what really is the most important aspect and that's the service. And so we differentiate ourselves with service and we constantly train. We continually train and, and get our train your employees, our employees okay. ourselves. We, we, we want to be absolute experts in every, every aspect of flooring and and that combination is is the winning combination that we feel. So, where's most of your consumers coming from? Are they calling in direct get, mail, Facebook? Yeah. Or? Oh my gosh! There's so one thing that we had in our pocket a little bit was because uh, our residential division really started in 2009. It started about two years before I got there. Well, thankfully, we had a decade of selling all the flooring to all the builders that we had done, and they were about 10 years old. So they had a relationship with us. They knew us, and they would call in. And that's really kind of where it started. We didn't do a lot of advertising. We would just take these calls in. Now, we put we built our showroom, which is gorgeous. Yeah, really nice showrooms. Yeah. Um, And so people started, you know, hearing about us, word of mouth, referral, and then as, as time went by, we started advertising more and more. And, and the realtor program is a, is a huge part of what we do because we can, we can affect that. We can go out and meet new realtors and those realtors can okay. refer us to their clients. And, and every sale is potentially three, four sales. They need to sell the house they're selling, put flooring in the house they're buying. Somebody's selling that house. They might need new so there's 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 a potential of three four sales in every every single transaction, and so um, that that was where 
we spent a lot of our time because we could actively do that. And we would go to okay. the, the association meetings every, you know, weekly meetings and meet the realtors there. And we, we try to, you know, meet, you know, people like yourselves and come in and do a yeah. lunch and learn for your staff and introduce them to us. And, um, it is, it's our best discount that we offer. We have a, a realtor discount that, that makes it really affordable for people. So, the, the, um, you know, the internet has exploded. And so now there's a lot of social media people mm-hmm. are, are seeing us on social media and then the web itself they're they're I don't know how the marketing does what they do, but to get us up on the search. So when somebody clicks okay. in flooring, um, we, we get, it, it's kind of funny. We, 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 the leads are coming at us a million different directions and we got to grab them all and we got to, we, we put them into a, our, our, our owner realized we were getting so many leads and from so many different directions that he designed his own software called the retail lead management. And so okay. grab them all, we throw them in there. Okay. And then we so like incoming and calls, website, calls, website, face. Do you know what's, what's, uh, you know, where have you got your mo- minus the, you know, the whole realtor program. That's a, that's a very smart program. That's more like business to business. I think is. Is a realtor is a business, a walking right. business. So the other besides that one, um, cause that's old fashioned, right? That's just like old fashioned meet and greets knocking on doors. Other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Um, so the other, other programs do you, are you getting more through social media or is it through the website, people inquiring, or, or so do, do you, our, are you know? our largest segment is repeat and referral business. Okay. And, All right. and that, that is, and, and our owner has taught us there's, there's growing the repeat and referral business is about service. You give great service, you give a great product, you do what you yep. say you're going to do. They're going to continue to refer you. So, so that, that is a huge focus of ours, but the internet and we, I, our, our chief procurement officer and I, we were always chatting back and forth over, is it better to get your leads on the, you know, on a TV commercial or a radio commercial or, or online? And, and I, I would say every day it's probably getting bigger and bigger online and less yes. on TV and radio, although a lot of people listen to radio. I listen to radio. I oh, of course, to, yeah. You I, got. I, I hear you guys. So I hear you guys on, on the, the radio um, all the time. And then social media is just um, just getting bigger and bigger too. And so the you know, we're we're trying to. You have to stay at the forefront and and balance them all. And, and thankfully, our our owner is is pretty hands on and has a has a pretty strong vision of marketing and. Uh, and we have a, a just a top-notch marketing team that that is constantly tweaking it and and doing. And is that magic. in-house for you guys? It is. It is it okay. Is. Okay. So the owner found the value enough that he needs someone that's on the top of the social media game that, that does it in-house. Okay. Because a lot of companies like are like we outsource that, right. you know, from that, you know. But it, it, it's it's imperative because that's the future. It is. Yeah. It is. That's that's it is. It, it absolutely is the future, and and so it's that combination right now. Right now, it's it's still a, a there's still a lot of people that are watching TV. There's still a lot of there's there's still a lot of people. They don't people have to get to and from work. They're listening to the radio, right? And yeah. so 
Um, but they're all on their computer and they're all on their phone and they're all looking at Facebook and they're all, yeah. um, so it, it, right now it's that combination. And I would say it's, it's getting more and more to the, to the web and, and social media and less and less to radio and TV. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, the, that's the trend. I mean, people's cell phones are now they're, they're TV. So yeah, for sure. So one thing that we're going to do is, uh, we're going to do a separate segment separate than the podcast. And you guys can check it out on, on the web about some tips and things I want you to talk about when people select flooring, because I think that's important. Um, but for the sake of the, the length of the, the podcast, we'll do that separately. Um, one last question though, for you, what, what do you see like the flooring business being in the next 10, 20 years? Is it going to change or cause like flooring, has it really changed? Cause hardwood, yeah, hardwood floors and cabins, you know, 300 years mm-hmm. ago, we have hardwood. Now. I mean, is there, is it going towards like, um, like the, the new trend is, I don't want to say composite, but you have like the tile that looks like wood mm-hmm. and using bathrooms, like any, anything that's a new material or something. The, the material that's, that's kind of taken over the market right now is called luxury vinyl. And, okay. and it is a pretty, pretty strong product. It, it's, and, and it's, it's taking a market share from everybody. And so they have luxury vinyl that looks like tile. And so it's eating into the tile market because... So you're talking about tiles in the squares. In the squares. Okay. Is it and peel and stick? No. It's no? got a okay. core. They have a, a core with either a limestone core or a PVC core. They call it a, a wood polymer core. Okay. And so the core on the, the, the limestone core gives it strength. So if somebody is, is, and, and I, 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 there's two words I use. One's a tank and one is comfort. So when you're meeting your homeowner and you say, do you need a tank on your floor? Or are you looking for a comfortable floor? And so, and they generally know, wait a minute, I've got three kids and two dogs and yeah, half right. the neighborhood coming through here. They I need a tank. tank. Right. And so the, the, they're floating floors. They're extremely dense. They are pretty scratch resistant they can look like tile. They can look like wood. They can look like cork. They can okay. look like. Um, but they're waterproof. They're completely waterproof. Okay. That is, and that's what's going in the bathrooms. People, and stuff. Yeah. it's going everywhere. Oh, okay. And yeah. so, it the tile look is competing against the porcelain and the stone market because it's not cold. It doesn't break. It doesn't. The grout doesn't get disgusting. Yeah. The uh, hardwood, it's it's more affordable. So it's it's not as not as expensive, although it's gone up um, as it's gotten more popular. But you're able to you're able to mop it, and people oh, really okay. really like yeah. to mop their floors. None of the wood manufacturers will warrant their product for mopping. Right. Okay. And so the the they they were smart in doing that because they didn't have to replace a lot of floors. But it drove competitors to find something to replace them and make them obsolete. And that's largely what LVT is doing. So now the wood manufacturers saying, oh, my gosh, how can we make it so people can mop our floors? And they're just getting passed by. What's so, the cost? Is it a is it's it about 
comparable the, to there's different levels okay it's easier like it, to install they you don't need as much underlayment you do, there's so it's between 65 and 80% of the cost of hardwood and okay. so it's um people are choosing to do it instead of carpet they're they're so it's you know they're selling less carpet but we're selling more higher end carpet because there's less areas to do so people can spoil oh, a little bit okay. get nicer carpet a lot more area rugs now um the material is it's pretty long lasting right now people want they they want they want to not be bothered by spending too much time taking care of their floor they want it to be easy to maintain and that's what luxury vinyl has it has a, a lot of different looks, a lot of variation. They're beveling the edges now. And for the foreseeable future, it is, it's driving the bus. And so, okay. um, will it switch or go back? I'm sure. There, there's it's all trains. Come, yeah. Right. Come up with something, but this one is pretty practical. And oftentimes when you get something that's practical and affordable, right. That's yeah, a win. It may, may stick around for a while. Yeah. And right. So people are able to put a, through their whole first floor and the color and the texture can be anything right, right. It it's can, endless if there's a yeah. lot and the variation can be extreme and now the hardwood manufacturers are taking that same core now they're putting hardwood on that that's awesome that so is, it's like a hybrid it is a hybrid and so, so it's wood like a wood veneer at wood the veneer top but the on top so, a, a solid core of a of a limestone core basically and so you're able to mop it. You don't need any transitions and it, it can just cover large spaces. And how does it connect? Is it like a locking? Lock and click together. Just like the so floating just, floors. Okay. So, so that um, is a way that the, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Right. And okay. so um, I'm, I'm real interested to see that's, that's really only about a year old. If that, it, it was at surfaces last year in January and we have a display in our, in our showroom and it, um, People are seeing it. They're looking at it. it. You know, I think it takes a little bit of time to ramp up, but that may be the direction that it's going and easier, yeah. you know, a way to get your hardwood floor, but you can mop it. It doesn't. Since that's a non-renewable resource, does that make the cost a little higher than the composite type? Uh, or not it really? hasn't yet. It, okay. It, they might so have to keep it comparable to get more. Yeah, they're share. trying to, right. to keep it as affordable as they can. Okay. Um, but I would say... Certainly over the next 10 years and, and in our area here, you know, in, in, in the South, tile is king. Okay. It, it's, it, you, it's, yeah, you, of it, course. it's yeah. so hot. You need that tile to be cool. And, yeah. and so holds but up it, to but here, sandy grass. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. So, uh, but for this market, it, it's, it's going to be around a while. People are getting more and more used to it. And then once it's in the, the, we were actually we were talking about it earlier today. The the um, our our Palmer Donovan rep was in and he was showing us the wood. Um, I guess it's a wood LVT or the or I'm not even sure what to call it, wood click or whatever you call it. it. And he was showing it to us. It's gorgeous, six foot long planks. Okay. And um, so you can lay it fast. You can lay it yeah. fast. And what are you cutting it with? What type um, of? This? 
the like a normal homeowner can I do think this, that's right? Probably a stall, but they they could, yeah. They okay. The, this the isn't something you got to hire a pro- professional. It's best to hire a professional. Really well, is. you're going to yeah. line it up better. They're they're going to install it quicker. They're you're not it, laying flooring is brutal. It, it, on it, your it, knees. Oh, yeah. it's on your knees, on your back. Yeah. It it it's best to leave the installation to professionals. But um, the 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 beauty of the product and the way that it looks and it's there's no repeat with wood on it so that was something that was that was pretty um pretty appealing so i i see that i see that growing substantially okay. over, the, over the next and what's the what's the blanket term for it luxury vinyl it's just a, luxury it's a, vinyl they luxury so vinyl someone plank, walks into a store tile. and says hey i I want luxury vinyl. Every any America's floor source to the another mm-hmm. competitor would be like, oh yeah, come over here. Yeah. Okay. And they picked a good name. Vinyl doesn't necessarily always have the best. You know, people yeah. think of cheap goods or you know, that's what. Yeah. Throwing the luxury in it is, but peeling stick. Or, the yeah. the the way that it sounds under your feet. Solid, yeah. Solid, yeah. It feels it good. It feels heavy, and yeah. So I'm with you. It doesn't have that hollow, clicky sound that you get from laminate, and and I think that is what kind of prevented laminate from from exploding the way this has. And and back in you know more, a couple of years ago, you couldn't even mop laminate, and so so laminate was you, know, you spill a little glass of water on it, you ruined your floor, mm-hmm. and so luxury vinyl came rolling in, and you can spray it with a hose, you can run it through a creek you can just soak it and, yeah. and just let it dry and and it's and it's good to go and so people love it they 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 love the ease and the the put it down and and don't worry about it it's easy to clean the the interesting not a lot of Luxury crazy button. solvents it's it's so um and then for us like when we're getting a house market ready you go into a house and they have that sea of sheet vinyl and you don't have to pull that up. Just lay it right on top oh, okay. of a so, brand new floor. Yeah, and so uh, people love that. They they're saving cost on on the, yeah, the tear on the out and tear, removal right, right. And, and, yeah. and and you're making a space beautiful. Yeah, in one day mm-hmm. and install. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, how did uh, how did they get a hold of you? How do people get a hold of America Floor Source? There's there's a lot of ways you can get a hold of America's Floor Source. You can you can. Call us on the phone. You can come visit any one of our three locations here in Columbus. Uh, we have a location by the airport, a location on the west side at 3657 Treview Road. The airport is 3442 Millennium Court, 43219. And uh, the location that I'm running right now is at Orange Point, uh-huh. uh, Lewis Center, 459 Orange Point Drive. Call me on my cell phone, 614-657-8487. Do you have any time restrictions? What, how many states are you guys in now? You said? We're in three states. Three We're states. In Indiana, uh, Kentucky, and Ohio. Okay. And you ser- do you service all the whole state of Indiana? State we don't. Of Kentucky? We service Louisville, okay. Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and Columbus, Ohio. Awesome. This okay. Excellent. Well, thanks, Eric, for coming. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good Adam. seeing you again. It's a pleasure. It is yep. always nice seeing you. You too. So thanks for tuning in this episode of Real Estate Real. This is your host, Adam Ashman. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Real. Check us out on all the major podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Like us on our fan page. 
on Facebook at Real Estate Real and let everyone know that this is the best podcast in America.